Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Um, welcome, welcome. You know, we're back again. We're going to be praying and, you know, seeking the Lord. And, um, you know, I, I really thank you and appreciate you guys for coming. I just want us to open up in prayer before we begin. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, we want to thank you for your love and your mercy. Lord, we ask you to just have your way in our midst today. Lord, as we begin to seek your face and pray, I pray that you would speak to us through your word and through our prayers that they will not be ended today, that our prayers will reach your throne room so that we can see the difference in our lives and we can fulfill our purposes in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, good evening. Amen. We are, we are, and I say welcome to the call to prayer. You know, I believe um, that there is a call to prayer, not because I'm saying it. I just believe that if as Christians or as people of faith, you know, if we want to see anything significant in our lives, you know, we need to be in the secret place of the Most High. We need to dwell where God dwells. We need to live where God lives. And we need to have constant access, amen, to our source, which is God. Amen. So I just want to encourage us that um, to continue in our lives. We know that this prayer is only for an hour. We just want to kickstart something in your life. We want to kickstart that habit of acknowledging God, putting Him first. And I believe as we begin to see the things we pray for come to pass and we begin to see evidence, you know, it would encourage us to, to dwell more and to seek the Lord more in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, welcome to the call to prayer. We're going to begin to pray very soon. I'm just going to give um, a little um, encouragement, a little exhortation or a little talk on, on the entrances to prayer. You know, it's very important that when we pray, um, that we understand that, um, you know, we can't just come before God and start Shakaba Ramanda or we say, Father, give me this, bless me. We can, but whether we see the results that we desire will be determined on our relationship with God. And there are certain things the Bible points out. There are a few more, but I'm only going to deal because of time with only five today. You know, five entrances to prayer. Because the reason why we're looking at the entrances to prayer is that when we are praying, we don't want anything to hinder our prayers. We want our prayers to go through. If you remember the story of Daniel that we looked at the other week, you know, the Bible says Daniel prayed and the Bible says God heard him and sent the answer straight away. But there was a demonic prince, the prince of Persia, was stopping and holding back his prayers. So I just want to say to us this evening that that one was nothing to do with Daniel. That was a spiritual battle. Daniel did not do anything wrong or had any wrong doings or relationship. That was a demonic prince resisting his prayers. Now imagine if we have demonic princes that resist our prayers and it was because Daniel was consistent in his prayers that he received his breakthrough. So if we are okay and then we have things that can hinder our prayers, how much more that if we hinder our own prayers by our own uh, stance or our own relationship. So I want us to look very quickly um, on five points on entrances to prayer. 
Now, I'm sure all of us know the word hindrance, what it means. If I say to you, what does the word hindrance means? Straight away, you, you would say something to me. Like something that holds you back. Something that stops you. Something that is stopping you from progressing. You know, so, something that is keeping you in a certain position or a certain place. Like to some people, an hindrance may not be a thing, but it can be a person. <laughs> so, you know, but we are praying and believing God that the hindrances, remember, nothing happens in the natural that does not have a spiritual effect. It all starts in the realm of the spirit and it manifests in the natural. Amen. So, hindrances to prayer. You know, let me just give a definition of what I wrote down, what an hindrance is. Hallelujah. Let me give a definition of what I wrote down an hindrance is. An hindrance is a thing that, pro, provi that provides resistance. So, when we are talking about hindrances to prayer, it's something that resists you. You are trying to go a certain way, but something is holding you back. It's, an, it's hindering you. So, an hindrance also, it means it can be something that delays you. Something that keeps you in a certain location when you want to go forward. But there's something holding you back. An hindrance can also mean an obstruction to something or someone. So, when we're talking about hindrances to prayer, we're talking about things that hold you back. Things that stops your prayers from being answered. Also, another meaning to hindrance to prayer is this. Something that stops or, ma or make our prayers insufficient. Something that stops or, or, or stops our prayers or delays the answer from coming. Something that interferes with our prayers or stops our answers from coming. So, Hindrances to prayers. I'm just going to give, like I said, just five. There are more than five. But I'm going to give these five, which I think would, 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 would help us. Because we want to make sure that when we call on the name of the Lord, we don't want any obstacles. We don't want anything to stop us from reaching. Amen. For our prayers being answered. Hallelujah. So, an hindrance, as we have said, is a thing that provides resistance or something that delays you or an obstruction. You understand? So we want to remove every obstruction in our life. So number one, there's a scripture I want to read before we go into the, um, the hindrances. It's in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. That's Isaiah chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. It says this. And when you spread forth your hands... I will hide my eyes from you. When you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Verse 16. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Now, this scripture just basically described that. It says, God is saying that when we raise our hands... When we begin to pray, God says he will not hear us. Now, I've always encouraged us that when we pray, God hears us. 
but that there was an this scripture is describing an entrance so that's why we're looking at the entrances to prayer amen this evening so he says when you spread forth your hands he says i will hide my eyes imagine god says because god is saying that you're you're being two-faced you're not being real you understand so he says, and then he says, the only way God, God, we, 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 we receive our prayers is when we what? When we wash our hands, you know, and make our way clean. And how do we do that? We do that through repentance and forgiveness. The Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, seek my face, pray, and turn from their wicked ways. God says, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. And I will heal their land. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So very quickly, we're going to look at these um, 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 entrances to prayer. Number one that I've put is unconfessed sins. Unconfessed sins. Psalm 66 verse 18. The Bible says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Think about it. These are the words. It says, if I regard, that means if you keep sin or you keep or you are having a lifestyle of constant sin, but you are praying and desiring to have a breakthrough and seeking God. What am I saying to you? By your actions, by your life, by your deeds, you are hindering your prayers from being answered. You are actually, your lifestyle is actually fighting against what you want. So it's very important. But Sometimes the Bible says if we confess our sins that God is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now in Jeremiah 31 and verse 34, the Bible says this, And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor, each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, whom the least of them to the from the least of them to the greatest declares the lord for i will forgive their iniquities and i will remember their sins no more now this scripture is very important god says that when we confess our sins that he will forgive our iniquities and he will remember our sins no more there's also a scripture that says that god throws our sins in the sea of forgetfulness so remember, there's a C called forgetfulness. So the things in your life <laughs> that you want to forget or you want God to forget or you don't want people to remember. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I throw this problem, I throw this situation into what? The C of forgetfulness. Very important. So number one entrances to prayer is that if we regard iniquity in our hearts, if we're living a lifestyle, Constantly sinning, that would hinder our prayers. Because of time, let's move on. Number two. Unforgiveness. This is very important. You know, unforgiveness. The Bible says in Matthew, you know, let's quickly break this down. What is unforgiveness? It's like, you blocking somebody, like we're talking about entrance. Unforgiveness is actually an entrance because when you have unforgiveness towards somebody, it could be rightly so, they've done wrong to you, but you are entering yourself from moving forward. 
Because that unforgiveness can cause bitterness. A root of bitterness in your life. And when you have bitterness, it's going to be very difficult for you to pray out of your spirit or out of love. So unforgiveness. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15, it says, For if you forgive men their, their sins, that if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, nor will your heavenly Father forgive you. So what the Bible is saying here is that unforgiveness. Look, as we are praying and seeking God, I know there are things that people may have done to us that's painful. You understand? But we have to learn. Remember Jesus on the cross. You know, the Bible says, Why we, you and I, were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When Jesus was on the cross, taking the punishment for the oil of humanity, what did he see? Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they do. Another word for forgiveness is release them. Do you understand? And we want our prayers this evening to be released. Very, very important. We want our prayers to be released. So that we can reach the throne of God. In Jesus name. So I would encourage you, if you have unforgiveness in your life, and they're right, some could be rightly and justified, but I want to say to you, learn, you may never forget what that person did to you, but learn to release so that you can move on. Very, very important. Because some things, some breakthroughs you will not get if you are still holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness. Interest number three. Unsurrendered will. You know, when we don't surrender our way to God. You know, maybe we are praying and we say, God, I want this. Let it be like this. Let it be like that. And, and we, we don't care <laughs> what God wants. It's just what I want. Do you remember Jesus? Our Lord and Savior in Luke chapter 22. Verse 42, when he was praying for his breakthrough and when he had to take on the sin of the old world and he prayed and said, Father, what did he say? Not what? Not my will. But let your will be done. So, unsurrendered will. Now, you know your life. You know some areas that your will is not surrendered or submitted to the will of God. But I'm praying today as we begin to pray. That anything in your life that is not surrendered to the will of God. That you will begin to do this. Jesus says, I want this. If it's possible, he said what? Let me read the scripture. In Luke 22 verse 42, it says. Father, if it's your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will. But let thy will be done. This is very important. We must come to a place of surrender to the will of God that say, yes, I want this, Lord, but Father, I know. Remember the scripture in, in Jeremiah says, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord. Therefore, good and not for evil, to give you an expected end and a hope for your future. 
So I want to encourage you that if you see some areas where your will is not surrendered or where, not, where you're not willing you know, to, 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 to give it to the Lord, there's a saying that, say, that somebody used to say to me ages ago. He said, when you want your breakthrough, stop striving. Just let go and say, Father, I want this, this and that. But you know what? Not my will, but let your will be done. When we get to that place where we can surrender to the will of God, I'm telling you, our prayers will be effective and we will receive our breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Motive number four, before we continue to, to pray, hallelujah, is, is wrong motives. Entrance is number four. Wrong motives. This is also, it can, it can be similar to not surrendering your will, you know, but it's, it's wrong motives. In James chapter four and verse three, the Bible says this. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Now, let me say this. God is not against pleasures. The Bible says <laughs> in his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. But it's talking about when we are asking for specific things so that we can go and do evil. Do you understand? It's your, it's your motive behind it. Why are you asking for this? Or why do you want to have a bigger house than your brother and your sister and your whole family? Is it because you want to show off to say, look at my house? What is the motive behind you doing what you're doing? Very, very important. Wrong motives. Search your motives when you do something. Whether it's with your family, whether it's at work, whether it's in your business, your personal life. Make sure you have the right motives. Even though at this point we're looking at uh, in the connection for us praying and having our breakthrough. Hallelujah. Entrance is number five. Because we've got to pray. Hallelujah. Wrong relationships. Do you know if you do not have the right relationship with your brother, your sister, your wife, your family member... To a point that can enter your prayer. You can speak in tongues. Oh yes, you can shaka baranda all night long. You can make a lot of noise. But I'm telling you, if you do not have right relation, because prayer is all about relationship. How we relate to God. How we relate to one another. How we relate to our brothers and our sisters. It's very, very important that we have right relationship with one another, with our brothers and sisters, and with our family members. Very, very important. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7, the Bible says this, Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, talking about their wives, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs of, together of the grace of life. That your prayers may not be ended. You see? This is the Bible. It's not my own words. It says, if you don't have right relations with your siblings or with your partner or with your wife, with your family members, your prayers will be ended. This is why I wanted to point out to some of these hindrances to prayers. Do you understand? Now, there are times somebody may not forgive you, but like I said, but you can forgive them. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And before we go into our prayers, I just want to say one more. You know, the Bible says in, um, in Hebrews, he or she that cometh to God must believe that God is. You know, when we come to prayer, we must believe. Because if you don't believe, don't pray. Because you are just making noise. You are just wasting time. But I want to encourage you, when we pray, we must believe. We must have a spirit of expectance. If you are praying for something particular, keep praying and believe God. Say, I want to, I'm, Lord, I'm looking for it. When are you going to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to see it in your eye. In your eye of your imagination. Do you know that everything that ever exists started in the mind? The chair you're sitting on, that, that phone you are looking at me on right now, it started in somebody's mind. So what am I saying? It's very important that when we pray, we must believe that God, the Bible says, He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works within us. It's very, very important that we believe that God is going to meet us at our point of need. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to stop there and we're going to, you know, begin to pray. I want us to do this, like the first verse I said. It says, if I regard iniquity, let's just ask God before we begin to pray. Let's repent. Let's ask God to forgive us. Those things we've heard in our heart against people or maybe people that have heard against us. Just let's begin to release that. Say, Father, I forgive those who have heard caused hurt towards me, those who have um, hated me, those who have tried to be do evil against me. Lord, I release them. I forgive them. Amen. So that what our prayers, so when we begin to pray, amen, our prayers will be answered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Just right now, I just want you to begin to ask the Lord. Amen. If you want to unmute people, it's fine. I want you to just begin to ask the Lord to, to just touch you. To just forgive you, cleanse you, and ask the Lord to forgive you so that there will be no hindrances. And it's very important that when we come before God, that first of all, we acknowledge Him and we ask Him to cleanse us and wash us. Bible says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and He is just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Very, very important. Hallelujah. So right now, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you may cleanse us by your blood. Father, wash us tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, forgive us. Lord, we forgive those who have hurt us. Father, we, we, we pray that you our motives will be right before you as, as we begin to pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mahosi Kabarando, cleanse us today. Wash us by your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good evening. Praise the Lord. Amen. I hope the entrances of prayer would have highlighted something in your life. That will give you some support so that you can see that, you know, when we begin to pray, we, we have to forgive, we have to release, we have to have the right motives so that when we begin to pray, because it's bad enough that there are principalities and powers that are stop, trying to stop us from, from getting our prayers. We don't want to stop ourselves by our own unforgiveness 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're trying to get a breakthrough, but you don't know that you are the one hindering yourself. So when we look at some of these entrances, the areas that apply to us, you know, I just want to encourage you, begin to change that in your life so that you can have the breakthrough in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for a few things. You know, we normally pray for the normal things. And then after we, 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 we will take some prayer um, requests in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, I want us to continue to pray. The Bible says in Timothy 2 verse 1 to 4, it says, I exhort therefore that first of all prayers, supplication and intercessions be made for all men. Amen. I want us to pray. Amen. For our leaders, I want us to pray. For, for our presidents, I want us to pray. You know, you know what? You are a leader. You want to say leader. If you are a man in your house, you're a woman in your house, you are a leader. You are, you are an influencer. As long as you have the ability to inspire or influence somebody, whether it's your children or whoever it is, it means you are a leader. So we are praying also for you. You understand? We pray. The Bible says we pray for our, those in authority that we may live a quiet and peaceable life because their decisions affect and can affect our lives. So what I want us to do, I want us to pray that God will give our leaders wisdom, you know, that in our nations, that God will have his way, that the will of God will be done in the name of Jesus. So right now, just begin to pray in your own words. Ask the Lord, amen, to, 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 to give them wisdom so that we can live a quiet and peaceable life, that we can fulfill the will of God in Jesus' name. Now imagine we're on lockdown and we're coming out. Imagine if they say we have to lock down again. So we need to pray. So if you are enjoying the freedom right now, <laughs> you better pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's begin to pray. Hallelujah. Mahusa, Father, we thank you. Sakabarikata, Manderebo, Sakabaranderi Makataya, in the name of Jesus. Mandorobo Sikabara Manderebeya, Masakabaramando, Rikabarama, Le Benderi Masanta, Rikabarama Sai, in Jesus' name. Father, we are praying for our leaders in the nations. We are praying for our prime ministers. We are praying for our presidents. We are praying that you, O oh God, Mando may touch them, give them wisdom. Father, we take authority tonight in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Lord, have your way in our nations. Let your way be done. Let your way be established. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, begin to pray, begin to pray in the name of Jesus. That the will of God will be done in Jesus' name. Oh, Rabosa Cabre Kendi Ricama, Mataria, Brosta Cabrecete Ricata, Masaka Barandurima, Hasanta Ramanduriba Cataya, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I want us to pray. 
that the kingdom of God will come. Amen. This is talking about God's kingdom being established on the earth. The Bible says, For this purpose the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. The purpose of Jesus was coming was for that people can be reconciled. Humanity can be reconciled back to their creator. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray that the kingdom of God may come in the lives of men and women and also in your life. What I mean by the kingdom coming, the Bible says there is no lack in the kingdom. There is joy in the kingdom. Amen. You don't have to be, you know, waiting in the kingdom. You don't have to be striving for things. Amen. Because the kingdom has come. When Jesus was with his disciples, they didn't even need to pray. You know why? Because he was there with them. You understand? So the I am that I am was present. And when the I am that I am is present in your life, you won't need to lack. Amen. You know the story of the, um, of the ten virgins. You know, some of them did, did not have oil in their lamp. What I'm saying is that you will not lack oil. Amen. You will receive your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. So I want you to pray in Jesus' name that the kingdom of God, the rulership of God will be established in our lives and in our nations in Jesus name open your mouth right now pray ask God mahosa kabrika malama masanta ramando riba katarabasaya father in the name of Jesus oh rabosa kabrekende rima kataya la bosa kabrekende rima santa ramando ria le bosa kabrekende rima santa ramando rima la bosa kabrekende rima santa ramanderia in Jesus name we pray hallelujah masaka baramanda let your kingdom come let the rulership of god be established in our lives in our nations in our family in our businesses makota ramanda rika malabosaya le bosa kabrika malabo santa ramando rima kataya in the mighty name of jesus le bonderianda rabasaka baramanda father anywhere there is lack in our lives we command it to be removed in jesus name father tonight we are believing god that all things are possible we're speaking to our mountain we're saying to the mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea in jesus name we pray hallelujah masaka borika malabo santa ramanda labo sakaba ramando rianda rabasi masaka baramando rianda rabasi kabaramanda La bosa kabrekenderima santa ramanduria. Oh, rabosa kabrekenderima santa ramandarama. Let your kingdom come in our lives. Let your kingdom come in every area, in our bodies, Father God, in our minds, in our spirits, Father, in our workplace, Father God. Masaka barika malamando. Le bosa, the kingdom of God is not in word, but it is in power. Mahosa kabrekenderika taya. Brenderima koshaka Brekenda, le bosa kabrika malala masaya. Oh, rabosa kabrekende rika ma. Lenderi makata rabosanta ramandori makataya. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. Praise God, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Amen. Praise God. I want us to pray. This prayer, Amen. I want us to pray. I want us to pray against destiny killers. Say, so what is that? Destiny killers. You, before you were born, God ordained you to be something on this earth. 
The reason why you're alive today is simply because God's plan, God's destiny, God's preordained purpose is still, it can be ignited still. Don't say I'm getting old, I am this, I'm that, oh, my hand, my foot. I'm telling you, God has his plan for your life. And destiny killers are, are, are things that block. We're talking about today earlier about injuries to prayers, things we can cause. But destiny killers could be a person. It can be your job. It can be a situation that just, it just seems like every time you try to do good, it seems like it's not moving. Every time you want to move forward, something is blocking you. Amen. But today, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we are coming against the destiny killers in your life. We are going to kill the killers tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to trouble the troublers. We're going to hunt the hunter. The Bible says the devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But tonight we're going to devour the devourer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, destiny killers. Now, you know your life. You know what you want to do and achieve. But part of your destiny is not something that you make up. It's what God has ordained for you to do. Maybe you have not started on that journey. But I'm saying to you, the reason you are alive today... It's because God is still saying, I still have my plan for you. So it's up to you. Are you going to take the baton and run with the plan of God for your life? Amen. Praise the Lord. Remember what I always say. Forget those things that are behind. Amen. And press on. Don't look at your life and say, oh my God, I've done this. I used to do this. I used to be like this. Find God. You're using the word I used to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today is a new day. Amen. If you ask God to forgive you and cleanse you and wash you, I'm telling you the power of the blood can still apply today and make you clean in the name of Jesus. So we're going to come against the destiny killers in our lives in Jesus' name. Any power that is in there in you tonight, anywhere they're calling your name for evil, anywhere they're announcing you that you will not prosper, you will not succeed, you will not reach your goal. In the name of Jesus, tonight we are praying in Jesus name that every destiny killers will be destroyed. The Bible says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So I want us to begin to pray that the things that are in there in you, the destiny, the things that are in there in your purpose, your destiny, when you want to do something, the pool said, when I want to do things, evil presents itself. You know, when you want to go forward, somebody comes and start making noise. Somebody start giving you problem. That has to change in Jesus name. So open your mouth tonight and begin to pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, or any destiny killers, we come against them in our lives, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, whether it's a, it's, it's, it's a spirit. Father, whether it's ourselves, whether it's a habit, Father, in Jesus' name, your word says, who is he that overcomes the world? He that believes that Jesus is the son of the living God. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. 
even our faith. Father, tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, Rabo Saka Brokotori, Manda Rabo Santa Ramanderi Makataya. Father, we are coming against every destiny killers and we are breaking the hold. We are breaking the yoke in Jesus' name. We are pulling down the stronghold. Father, your word says, whatever we bind on earth, it shall be bind in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Rabo Sakabaramanderimanda. Masakabaramandorianda Rabasikabaramandorianda. Mahusakabrustikabaranda Ramasai. La Benderimakota Rabasanta Ramandoriba Katai. La Bosakabrika Malabo Santa Ramanderima. Le Benderima Kataramasaya. Lord, I come against everywhere they're mentioning our name for evil. Father, reverse that thing back to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere they're calling our name, that we will not have good health, that we will not prosper, that we will not move forward. Father, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we say every evil word that have been spoken to us, we send it to sender. We return it to the sender in Jesus' name. We break the hold. We break the yoke tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, begin to pray. Pray in Jesus' name. Your life must change. You must fulfill your purpose. You must, you must reach your destination. You must be that man. You must be that woman. You must prosper. Amen. You must be in good health. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. La Bosaka Brekenderimakataya. Le Benderimakata. Le Bosaka Brikapapa. Le Bondoriandereya. Le Bosaka Brikatataramanda. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pull down the strongholds tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Masaka baramando ribakataya. Oh, my Lord. Masaka baramando rika malalabo santa ramando ribakataya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We kabarama santa ramando rianda rabasia. We give you praise tonight. Hallelujah. Masaka baramando ribakata rabasai. Mando robo sika baramando ribakata rabasanta ramanda. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I want us to continue to pray in this area concerning destiny killers. If you remember the story of Joseph, the Bible says he dreamt a dream. He was the favorite of his father because he was one of the last sons of his father. And he gave him a, 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 a coat of nice colors. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are beginning to shine, people get jealous. <laughs> so everywhere, Joseph wear the coat of different colors. His brother saying, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> you know? But listen, Joseph, he said to his brothers, I've dreamt a dream. I see the 11 stars bowing before me. Even the father says, even me? <laughs> and Jacob, remember his father, he was also part of the promise that God told him that God would bless him and multiply the seed of the promise, the blessing of Abraham. So that blessing has come into the son. It's gone through his loins. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What am I saying to you? You have a dream. Amen. You, uh, your dream must come to pass. You must live your dream. Don't die. Um, don't, you know, Miles Monroe said this. Yeah, I'm quoting. He says, the most wealthiest place is the grave. Because people die with their dreams. Die with their ideas. Die with the things they wanted to do and never achieved. 
Do you understand? So what am I saying to you tonight? Joseph had a dream. And he told his brothers. And the Bible says, because of what they told him, when, when they went somewhere, they decided to throw him in a pit. And say, we're going to see if this dream is going to come to pass. Now that he's in a pit. They did not know when they threw him in the pit that they kick-started his dream. What am I saying to you? The pressures you are feeling, I'm telling you, that means your dream is going to be birthed. It's time for you to come out in Jesus' name. What am I saying? Whatever you find your hand to do, the Bible says, do it with all your might. What am I saying to you this evening, my brother, my sister, is this. That you cannot afford not to live your dream. Because if you don't live your dream, I'm quoting, somebody says, something significant will not happen. <laughs> that means you are supposed to do something significant. So if you don't live your dream, something significant. The reason why something significant hasn't happened in your life is because you have not lived your dream. You're waiting for somebody to come and do that. No, no. You're meant to be on a certain road. When you go on that road, whoever you're supposed to meet, you will meet them. Because God, they'll be following their dreams. And God, will, will, if they are supposed to meet, I'm telling you, when you follow your dream, God will make you meet who you need to meet. We're talking about destiny. Uh, we're talking about destiny. We're talking about des destinies, um, um, helper, um, killers. But there are also destiny helpers. People who come along. To assist you in your dream. You understand? So I want us to pray right now. We prayed about destiny killers. I want us to pray. That God will send our destiny helpers. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Somebody is coming to help you. Someone is coming to rescue you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You will be rescued. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will not be left alone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God is working on your behalf. Amen. God is working in the background. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're going to pray that our destiny helpers will come in Jesus' name. Some of them even, the reason why they're not there yet, because some of them have not started their dream. <laughs> you see, your, sometimes your dream is to assist. When you get to a place, you're supposed to assist somebody. But because you have not started your dream, and you too have not started your dream, you are both behind. So maybe if you start your dream, you will kickstart your destiny helper. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must live your dream. You're waiting for something significant to happen in your life. It will happen when you start living your dream. Hallelujah. So let's pray that God will send. The Bible says this. Are they, talking about angels, are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister to the heirs of salvation? So I want us to pray that our destiny helpers will come. Whether it's in our business, whether it's in our personal life, whether it's in our finances, in every area of our lives, our destiny helpers will begin to come. Father, we are calling them from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. Father, send our destiny helpers. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Oh, we call you forth tonight. In the name of Jesus. Destiny helpers. Ah, come from the east. Come from the north. Ah, Mahosaka. Come from the south. Come from the west. In the mighty name of Jesus. Makata Ramo Santa Ramando Riba. 
Bakataya, Le Benderi Makata, Le Bosaka Brika Malaboya, Le Benderi Makotaraba, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Rabosaka Brekenderi Kama, Le Benderi Makataraba Santa Ramanda, in Jesus' name. Oh, Makatari and Rabasaya, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, tonight we thank you. That our destiny helpers are coming. Hallelujah. Oh, by faith I decree and I declare that they are coming, they are coming, they are coming. Oh, they are coming, they are coming, they are coming in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to receive your destiny helper? Hallelujah. Mando Robo Barando Ribakatai. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your destiny helpers are coming in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to pray for one thing before we close this section. Hallelujah. Amen. Our destiny helpers are coming. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to pray before we go. I want to pray that God, remember, I'm going to stick to Joseph. Remember, Pharaoh or or in Potiphar's house, he put everything he possessed in the hand of Joseph. You know why? He saw that the blessings of God was upon Joseph. You know the name Joseph? It means he adds. Hallelujah. You remember, I always say this to you. When people come into your life, they're either coming to, bl- to add or to take away. You say, how do I recognize them? Someone who adds to your life will increase you. <laughs> Someone who takes away will take. <laughs> A taker will take. Hallelujah. So there's no magic formula. They come by their name. <laughs> Someone who adds, we add. And somebody who takes, we take. There's no secret meaning behind it. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. Remember, he, he put all the wealth of Egypt in time of famine in the hands of Joseph, a blessed man. And the Bible says God blessed the hand of Joseph. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, Joseph opened up the storehouses in time of famine. I'm declaring and decreeing to you that you will open up your storehouses. It's time for the blessings of God to manifest in your life. So let us pray that God will increase us, that our labor will not be in vain, that we will fulfill our destiny. That God will open doors for us. That areas we have been praying and pushing for, we will begin to see the manifestation of the blessings of God. That doors will begin to open and the favor of God, hallelujah, will begin to follow us in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. The Bible says, in blessings I shall bless you. Father, we thank you for the blessings. We thank you for the blessings of Abraham. Father, we thank you. Oh, for what you did in the life of Joseph. Hallelujah. Father, add to our lives. Add to our finances. Add to our health. Add, add, oh God, to the blessings. Add to our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, make a deposit. Mark our life. That men can say, the Lord has done great things for them. Whereof they are glad. 
Lord, I pray for your people tonight. In Jesus' name, that you would bless them. You would open that door. In Jesus' name, your word says, whatever I bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth shall be loose. Oh my God, let the oil begin to flow. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for increase. I pray for the blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. God is good. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you. Continue to pray in your life. Continue to pray in your in your family. Continue to pray even when you come from work, when you are home alone. Sometimes turn the TV off and say, I'm praying. Just take a few minutes and, and talk to God. You know, you need to have a ear to ear what God is saying. You may sit down. God can give you an idea. Your life can change. Abraham, he heard a word from God. God says, leave your country and go to this place. And now we see him as the father of faith. Because he was obedient to the word of God. What am I saying to you people? Have a hear to hear tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we're going to close this section. And, and those of you who have prayer requests and needs, we're going to pray into that in the next section. So I'm going to release those of you. I like to keep to my word and keep on time. Sometimes I go a few minutes over, but praise the Lord. You know, you, you know, it's not the olden days. You know, you go to some people, they say services from 8 to 10, and then they finish, service don't finish 3 o'clock in the morning. And you want to go, it's like they're not letting you <laughs> In your mind, you're saying, I'm not coming back to this place again. <laughs> But praise the Lord. We're going to release you. Hallelujah. So those of you who have to go, thank you for coming. God bless you. And remember, there is a call to prayer. Make prayer a business in your life. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. and amen. Thank you for coming. God bless you. And we'll see you, God willing, next week. You know, tell some people, make some contacts. Let them know we are praying. As long as God gives us strength, we're going to be praying. Hallelujah. And believe God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Until our story in our life changes. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. When the gentlemen arrive. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, it's blessed to see you all again, you know, and welcome again to the call to prayer. You know, we thank God for for being good to us that we stay here. Amen. So as long as God gives us breath by the grace of God, you know, hopefully we'll be praying and seeking the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I just want to continue to encourage you in your life. You know, make prayer a business in your life. Make it a, um, a must. Make your connection to God, your contact with God. Amen. You know, many people want to be connected with different type of people but i am want to emphasize to you make sure that the most important person that you make sure you are connected to is the man upstairs hallelujah amen what i mean by that i don't mean the man literally upstairs if you have one there i'm joking <laughs> i'm talking about god <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> praise the lord so we're going to pray and, and ask the Lord to bless us as we begin our, our, our prayer meeting. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we want to thank you for the power 
that is in prayer. Lord, we pray as we begin to pray and seek your face that you we know your presence with us. We pray that today, God, you will have your way. You will speak to us. You will speak through us. Father, even as we pray, we know that the things we desire are already met by faith. And we just wait the expectation and manifestation in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. And good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Welcome again to the call to prayer. Hallelujah. You know, I'm excited. I want to encourage you. One of the things in life that you have to be certain for, trust me, you need to be dedicated to whatever it is you're doing. The Bible says this, whatever your hands find to do. The Bible says, do it with all your might. Now, that whatsoever, I want to encourage us as believers, so long as it's in the context of God's word and good moral. Because when you keep saying to people, whatsoever, some people's mind can go anywhere. (laughs) So, the Bible says, whatsoever your hands find to do, that is good. Amen. Do it with all your might. That includes whatever you're pursuing, your area of influence, your life, the vision and plan you have for your life. I want to encourage you, pursue it. The word pursue, it means to be focused. It means to be deliberate. What I'm saying is that the things you're doing in your life, yes, you may not be where you want to be, but keep believing God and keep pursuing it. Be a man of action. Be a woman of action. Amen. The Bible says that in due time, we shall reap if we do not faint. So I want to encourage you, whatever it is you're doing in your life, believe God. Amen. Work. Work your plan. Amen. And believe God. Amen. See, sometimes, you you know the scripture in Genesis that says that, um, you know, and God bless them. You know, because I remember in the churches, you know, people used to come and say, oh, they want the, the pastor to pray for them and bless them. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. You know, things can be transmitted. People can lay hands on people and things can be transmitted. But there's this old song we used to sing. It says, Dear Jesus, I love you. It says, I am aware you are my source. And all that's good and perfect comes from you. And with this thought in mind, I know where to go. What I personally believe is when it says, And God bless them. You know, you don't necessarily need now the pastor to lay hands on you. You understand? You've got the promise in the word. You know, when God made man, he says he blessed them. To be blessed, it means to be empowered, to prosper. Amen. It means whatever you put your hands on, you have to have this belief about you that work your plan. Whatever you're doing, you have to win. You understand? You have to do, you have to achieve it. You have to believe that about yourself. Whatever your plans are, you know, you have to believe you will see it. If you have a goal that you are aiming for, believe, expect it, look for it. You understand? Because the Bible says, it will appear to them that what? Look for him. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, whatever you're doing, believe God. Well, praise the Lord. Our theme this um, um, this this um, time is, obviously the main theme is the call to prayer. We're going to be praying. But I want to share something about prayer, which is, um, I want us to look at, you know, God is our Father. You know, in the accept of prayer. You understand? God is our Father. And this, I think this concept is very important because it's important because that when you think about it, a lot of the times, because as you know, growing up, like a lot of us, maybe we didn't have a father around when we were growing up or whatever, some of us did, that's fine. But I want you to, want you to understand. So when we are praying and saying, Father, 
in the name of Jesus, we have an understanding to know that just like your earthly father, if you are in danger or if you ask for something and it's in his power to do it, that he will do it for you. So I want you to have this in your mind that when you pray, yes, Bible encourages us with many scriptures that we should pray. But have this concept in your mind that you are praying to your father, our father. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's have a look at this. You know, in a, the call to prayer, God is our father. Hallelujah. God is our father. You know, it's very important that there's a, um, that, you know, this, the, you know, the word Abba, Abba father, the, the scripture encourages us. We will look at it in a minute. That says that, you know, that we cry, what? Abba father, you know. And this is found in, in, in scripture um, only three times, actually. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, we look at it. And Mark chapter 14 and verse 36. And Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6. You know, we will look at the scriptures, you know. God is our father. And that word Abba, it literally means daddy. Daddy. Daddy God. You understand? Understand this. It's very, very important. Let me just read a few scripture. In, in Mark chapter 14... And verse 36, the Bible says this, And he, Jesus, said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but let your will be done. You know, that's Jesus. You know, that's when he was in the garden, you know, praying, trying to get a breakthrough. Remember, he was a man. So even though he came to die for our sins, but as a man, just like all of us, we, you know, when, when, when you're facing death, you, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, we've never experienced it before. Do you understand? So as a man now, he was saying, you know, Lord, I want to obey your will, but if it's possible, you can, if you can remove this from me. But it says, nevertheless, not what I want. Let your will be done. So we also see um, Abba Father in Romans chapter 8 and verse 15. It says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again, to fear but you have received the spirit of what adoption whom we cry out abba father now adoption you know when you are adopted it means that you know someone has taken the place now and and somebody has, has has received you and taken you and you've taken somebody's name hallelujah that's why jesus says you don't ask anything in my name anymore but whatever you ask the father in my name so we are adopted we've been we're sons of god Amen. The scripture tells us for what? As many as received him, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. This is very important. Let's look at one more scripture in Galatians here. Remember, we're looking at the, in prayer that God is our father. In Galatians 4, 6, it says, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. That means now, because we are sons, amen, because of what Christ has done. You understand? Each and every one of us, we can cry out to God, Daddy, Daddy. Hallelujah. So just like a child when it cries to their father, and you know as a child when your father hears your voice that he will respond with speed. It's the same way I want to encourage you that when God hears your cry, amen, God will respond with speed in Jesus' name. In the area that you want him to, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, let's look at this word, Father. 
as we know, what is a father? We know a father is hopefully a man, <laughs> you know, but not because you are able to maybe impregnate a woman necessarily makes you or you're able to embody that old world as being a father. Because it's not only you're able to impregnate a woman that makes you a father, but it's to also, the full weight of that word is that the responsibility that also comes with being a father. Because it's easy sometimes, it's like playing a game, you know, it's easy to, you know, to, to score a goal, as they say, you know, and you shout, yeah, goal, <laughs> you know. But how do you, amen, after you've scored the goal, are you willing to be responsible, amen, for, for, for your flesh? Are you willing to be responsible for your child? Hallelujah. So, let's look very quickly. The word father, it actually means source. Amen. It means it's where you come from, your origin. Hallelujah. It means source. It also means foundation. It means also origin. It means sustainer and provider. You understand? So when he's talking about father, that's what we're talking about. So however your experience may be with your natural father or whatever, you know, I'm not saying this points to discredit anybody in any way, but I'm trying to let us know that God is our source. You understand? Whatever you need today in your life, understand this, that God is your source. Hallelujah. Amen. He's your source. Once you plug your life into Christ, I want you to know you will be supplied with power. Amen. You will be endued with power from on high. So understand today, as we begin to pray and seek the Lord, as we're looking at God in the aspect of being our Father, Understand and know this, that no matter what you need in life, understand, I am not your source. A man is not your source. A woman is not your source. God is your source. He is our father. Amen. God is our um, foundation. God is our sustainer. Amen. And God is our provider. This is very, very important that we get this. Hallelujah. So that's basically what the word father means, you know. It has more meaning to it than that, but in the gif, that's what it means, you know. It's where you originate from. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And interestingly, I mean, this is a word I looked up some time ago, which is quite interesting. Just in the natural, but I want us to relate this like to God, our heavenly father. Very important. You know, the word father, you know, like F-A-T-H-E-R, the word father. You know, I used the, the F and used the, and used the and the A and brought a meaning to it. And I and I found this uh, meaning. It's quite interesting. So in completion, the word father, it means it means faithful and trustworthy, honoring every responsibility. Now think about that. You understand? It's like it means faithful and trustworthy, honoring every responsibility. Hallelujah. That's what a father really should be. That not just you are able to, you know, impregnate someone, but you are able to be trustworthy. You are able to be faithful. You know, you are able to be honoring and, and you honor every one of your responsibility concerning your, your child. That's very important. Hallelujah. And today, as we are going to pray and we look at this word father, amen, I want you to know that you as a child of God, that our heavenly father, he is faithful and he is trustworthy and he will honor every responsibility he has to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
You know, sometimes some people say, oh, don't brag, don't brag. But you can brag about God because he's good. His word is good. Some people like to brag. I can do this for you. I will change your life. I will do this. I will do that. But then once they get whatever they want or whatever they were seeking, it seemed like all those promises begin to die out as time is not come as important as before. You understand? But my point I'm trying to say to, to us tonight is that God is our father. And he, we honor his responsibility towards us. The Bible says, you know, God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. God is true to his word. So tonight, I want you to have this um, thing in your mind that God, I know we say our father and all that. That's true. He is our father. And just like our natural father, we do all they can in their power to make sure we are saved and we are all right. So we God, our heavenly father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, if we, being evil, know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more shall our heavenly father, amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord, give the Holy Ghost to them that ask him. I don't know what you are seeking in your life tonight. I don't know what you want. But one thing I know is this, when whatever you're doing with your hand, continue to do it and continue to pray and believe, amen, that God, your father, amen, our father, we pave the way for you, amen, so that you will have a great and good outcome in your life, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's quickly, I'll put a few things down and then we're going to pray some prayer points about Father here. You know, there's some, there's some responsibilities um, a father has. Amen. There's somewhat responsibilities that what a father has. Amen. For us. You know, I put here the first one, origin, a sense of belonging. You know, this is very important. Amen. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible says this. Remember, we're looking at responsibility of fathers. Amen. You know, I put this one as number one. It doesn't mean it's the first one, but I think this is an important one. It's our origin, where we come from. Now, this is very important for us as believers and as Christians. We must understand this, that God is our father. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, and verse number 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In his image, in the image of God created he them. Male and female created he them. Hallelujah. So, number one, God is our father. Amen. We originate from God. And the Bible says here in Genesis that God created man in his image. So I want you to know, I don't know how you're feeling, what you're going through, what you're facing. But I want you to know, you are made in the image of God. And in his likeness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That means you look like, you're supposed to look like God. Your life's supposed to look like God. Amen. So as we're going to pray, any area in our life that we're going to locate, amen, we're going to pray that in the name of Jesus, any spirit of whether it's poverty, whether it's sickness, whether it's lack of, uh, of, of, of success, of uh, whatever is blocking our lives, amen, we're going to command it to move in Jesus' name. Because we need to manifest the image of our father hallelujah it's very very important that we what manifest the image of our father hallelujah now let me quickly number two because we've got to pray number two very quickly i'm just going to touch on this yeah? number two also the responsibility of a father is not only that it gives you your 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 place of origin also number two your father is your protector 
That's part of the duty of a father. Amen. So tonight, I want you to know wherever you are, whatever you are facing, I want you to know God is your protector. Amen. God is for you. You understand? You are in a good place. The Bible says what? God is my refuge. Amen. He's a present help in time of need. Amen. Whatever you may need in your life, I want to encourage you that God is your refuge. Amen. I don't know where you are tonight, what you are facing, what you are going through, or what you will face, or what you will go through. But I want you to know in the name of Jesus, you are going through it in Jesus' name. Because God is your protector. Amen. Amen. Children feel safe and secure when they have their father around. And that is true, just in the natural. You know, when a, a child, they, they see their father around, and sometimes we know that doesn't work out, but the child just feels a bit safer. When he sees daddy, he believes that, you know, if he's happy and he's around, that anything that happens, daddy will rescue. <laughs> you understand? That is part of, um, now, and we're focusing on the father. It doesn't mean that mothers have a part, but we're talking to them about father. So we will come to the mother one another day. Hallelujah. So don't feel... Uh, sisters and don't mothers don't feel we're just talking about daddies and fathers and uh, all these good things about fathers supposed to do yeah and also this will help you in your life that if you um your 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 husband or whoever and and, and you're seeing that certain responsibilities as i'm highlighting this you can say you can begin to work in your life in these responsibilities to be a better amen father hallelujah praise the lord so the Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 1, we all know the scripture. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Very important. Not It says he. Now it says he that dwelleth. So that means, he's talking about your dwelling place is where you live. You understand? I want you to know, as believers, it's very important for us to live where our Father lives. Because when we live in the presence of our Father, His shadow we cover us. Hallelujah. That means the enemy will not be able to penetrate even if he comes and attacks us. Amen. The shadow of his wings. Hallelujah. We cover us. There are times the enemy fires, amen, his weapons and he hits our life. We feel the impact. But I want you to know that once you know you're under the shadow, hallelujah, of God, I want you to know you are in a safe place. I'm saying to you tonight, God is your protector. God will protect you. God will keep you. Amen. I don't know what is coming, what you are facing, or what you are going to face. But one thing I do know, hallelujah, that the Bible says he is able to keep that which is committed to him. I want you to know you and I are committed to him. He is our father and he is our protector in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Very quickly, one more scripture about God being a protector. In Psalms 37, verse 7 and 9, the Bible says this. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about those who fear him. Then it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Then it says, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who trust in him. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, is our father. He is our protector. The Bible says, the angel, the angels of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. I want you to know as a child of God, angels are around your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Make sure you stay within the boundaries in Jesus' name because you as a child of God are protected in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says in Psalms 121 verse 4, it says, Behold, he who keeps Israel, he does not slumber or sleep. So the God who protects you, the God who looks after you, the God who keeps you, the Bible says he doesn't sleep. You understand? You remember the story of Elijah and the prophets of Baal? You know, Elijah mocked them and says, Oh, why don't you call upon your God? Can't he hear you? Is he asleep? I want you to know the God that looks after your life does not sleep. Amen. God will protect you. God will fight for you. Amen. Just keep in his word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you keep the word of God, God will keep you in Jesus' name. Very quickly. One also, one also one, another element of being a father is, is the element of discipline. <laughs> People don't like this one. <laughs> but it's a reality. You understand? It's a father's job as well to a point which is very crucial to discipline their children. Hallelujah. We, know, we all love it when we say, Daddy, oh, Daddy can do this. Daddy will buy me this and buy me that. But a true father also, we know when they have to, you understand, discipline us so that we don't go off. Or if we're going off, he will know how to divert us again in the right path. So discipline as a father is very important. Hallelujah. Let me read a scripture there. It's very, very important. Father must take the responsibility of disciplining their children. It's very important. We have the responsibility to, to, to create boundaries for our children. That's very, very important. But if you don't set boundaries, you find out that sometimes they will misbehave, but you they know the boundaries. They say, if you cross the boundary, you know what it means. You know, in the olden days, when you cross the boundaries... Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> you are lucky if you made it the next day. Say, God willing, you will see me tomorrow. <laughs> hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Anyway, quickly, in Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says this. We're looking at a father being able to bring discipline to his children. The Bible says this. Remember, God is our heavenly father. He says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You see, the word of God is not only to exhort us, it's not all to make us feel good or make us feel safe, but the word of God is also to give us discipline, to keep us safe. So we know boundaries. We know that, you know, I can do this, but I can't do that. You know, I can, you know, it's very important that we have boundaries in our lives. Very, very important. Very, very important. Because if you keep your boundaries, sometimes you discover your boundaries will keep you. You understand? It's like God's word, you know? The Bible says, the devil said that God, he couldn't touch Job because God has made an edge around him, a boundary that no one can come into his life. Hallelujah. So what am I saying to you tonight? Amen. Make sure you have some boundaries in your life. You know, our father, yes, he loves us. He do anything for us, but also he... Also, the Bible says, whom the Lord loves, he chasteneth. And I want to encourage us, those of us who are hearing this word tonight. Yes, it's a call to prayer. But if there are areas in your life, amen, that you've broken some boundaries, I want you to know that what one thing they said is if you do anything wrong, as a young Christian, they told us, if you do anything wrong, the best thing to do, don't run away from God, but run to God. Remember, he is your father. Yes, he may chastise you, but he will make sure you are safe. You know, there's a story of the shepherd who went some, you know, when a sheep is trying to go astray, 
There are times when they bring it back in the fold, but it runs away again. Bring it back, it runs away again. And then there comes a time, the shepherd will hold the sheep like that and boop, <laughs> break the leg. <laughs> so now, <laughs> the speed of going away, you know, that, that sheep will learn. Say, so if I continue, maybe the other one will go. <laughs> so that's not nice. You understand? But what I'm saying is we don't have to get to that point. If we see we're not doing something that's right, let's turn and return to the Lord. Amen. Because the whom he loves, he chasteneth. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a scripture here very quickly in Psalms 32 verse 8 to 10. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Imagine, God Almighty, this is, this is your father. He says what? I will what? Guide you with my eye. Remember, God, he can see the past, the present, and the future. God knows. He's on his, he knows everything. He's all-knowing. Hallelujah. So, and he says, he will guide you in the way that we should go. Because God has been in our future. That means if we follow his steps, the Bible says, the steps of a good man, is altered by the Lord. That means if we obey, amen, and follow the instructions of the Lord, He will lead us into a good place. Hallelujah. Very, very important. Amen. Let's move on quickly because we need to pray. Hallelujah. Another point a father will do is that a father will spend quality time with his children. Very important. You're a good father. You spend, it's not easy. Do you understand? But it's very, very important. Children always appreciate when they find their father spending time, quality times with them. James chapter 4 verse 8, the Bible says, Draw near to God and he will what? Draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So the Bible says, draw near to God and he will what? Draw near to you. So I want to encourage us. Look, we need to spend time with our father. I'm talking about God, hallelujah. And even your our natural father, if we have time or if we're in distance away, it's important we make contact. You understand? These things are important. Bible says, listen, many of us, we want to exercise and we want to do this and that. Those things are beneficial. But the Bible says, if you want to live longer, <laughs> it's in the scripture, it says, honor your father and mother. So shall your days be long in the earth. Not if you eat green, green grass your days will be long in the earth. That's not guaranteed. It's good, but it's not guaranteed. But according to scripture, what is guaranteed is if you honor your what? Your father and your mother. But the Bible also says fathers and mothers, don't provoke your children. <laughs> okay? So it's a two-way uh, thing. You understand? But the children must honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. Very important. Praise the Lord. And also, another aspect that a father would do our Heavenly Father, it shows unconditional love. You know, and there used to be a song ages ago, I don't know. Remember, it says, give me your unconditional love. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's true. <laughs> you, it's, I know we said church, how can you sing that? Of course, why can't you? We're in the word, but we're not of the word. Amen. Hallelujah. So, it's, the song says, give me your unconditional love, the kind of love I deserve. <laughs> the kind I want in return. You understand? So, what I'm saying is, your father loves you unconditionally. You know, like some fathers will favor their children if they do good. And if one is bad, they will, yeah, I don't like that one. And I like this one. This is my favorite and all that. People are like that. But I want you to know, God, your heavenly father, our heavenly father, he has unconditional love for you and for I. Praise the Lord. We must understand this. The Bible says we are accepted 
in the beloved. Amen. So, I don't know where you are tonight, what you're facing, how you're feeling. But you must look at yourself in the mirror, which is God's word. Amen. And know that you are loved. Know that you are special. Know that you are not a mistake. Amen. Know that you are here for a purpose. You understand? Even though you are fighting many things, sometimes the Bible says this. This what when I go through things, you know what encouraged me is the scriptures. The Bible says, These are they that have gone through great tribulation. Sometimes you might see somebody sitting down, but before they sat down there, you don't know what they went through. <laughs> you don't know what they went through. So, what I'm saying is that no matter what you are facing in life, understand that God, your heavenly father, our heavenly father, he has unconditional love for you and for me. Hallelujah. And wherever you are, whoever can hear me or hear in this broadcast, I want you to know, however you're feeling, if you're feeling down, you're feeling like giving up, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. God loves you. I will say very quickly one thing about unconditional love and worth. And then we will move on and begin to pray soon. Hallelujah. I was told a story ages ago. I was reading a book and I saw this story in it. It's a very powerful story, I believe. It's a very quick story. It says there was a man he's a preacher he was walking and then as he was walking you know like your legs you kick something he kicked a coin and the coin just rolled down on the ground and he looked at the coin and then the coin and then the lord told him to pick the coin up so he picked the coin up and so he looked at it and the coin was you know it was bent you can see it's like maybe five cent or whatever it was i don't know but he looked at it and and said lord and then god's begin to speak to him through that coin and say see this coin it's like many people's lives. Sometimes, some people have lost their way. Because I'm sure that coin was in somebody's wallet or pocket or purse. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, some coins, because you think it's not much, because of pride and people are around, you may drop 5p or 10p, you just think, oh, if I pick it up, people think I am poor, so I keep I pride. <laughs> so you walk on. Some people do that, you know, they might need it, but because people, soon as the people go, there, some people even go back. Where's my coin? Where's my coin? <laughs> But my point about the <laughs> my point about the story of the coin is God is spoke to him. He says, This coin, yes, it was, it belonged to somebody. It's valuable and it's still valuable to be used. But now you see it, it's, it's, it's got scratches on it, it's dirty, it's got dirt on it, and it's bent and all that. He said, This is how some people's lives are. They've been beaten up, you know, by circumstance, by life. Um, by situation, um, just by by just by being alive and not knowing your purpose, because you know when you don't know your purpose, what tends to happen is this: you know you begin to do what you're not supposed to do, and then you get frustrated because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, and because you don't know what you're doing, you're doing what you don't you know you shouldn't be doing because you don't know what you should be doing. So knowing purpose is very important. But getting back to the coin, God spoke to him and says, "This coin is like it represents people's lives. They belong to me, my people." But because they don't know where they belong anymore, they're just rolling around, not knowing where they're going. And people are stepping down on them. Dirt is coming upon them. They're mixing with all kinds of things in their lives that is messing up their lives. But when you picked it up and you look at it, if you clean the coin, you can take that same coin to a shop and use it and buy something with it. It still has value. And my point is this, that your life has value. No matter how you feel, you understand what has happened to you or what is going to happen to you, you must know that your life has value in the name of Jesus. So God is a God who shows to us unconditional love. Hallelujah. This is who we're going to be praying to in Jesus' name. And before we start praying, hallelujah, 
I just want to say the last one very quickly, you know, that um, our Father, He plays also the role as being our protector. I mean, sorry, I said our provider, provider. Amen. Our Father is our provider. Amen. So, that's the meant to be the job of the Father as well. It says, children consider their father to be the man, the main provider of materialistic items. That that does not mean that the father must fulfill all their demands. You know, that could be bad. If you, every time your child wants something, you get it for them. Every time they cry, you get it for them. That is destructive. That's not good. Because that means if ever one day they are told no, they, they, what would they do? Sometimes you have to say no. Hallelujah. But my point I'm trying to say is, God is our provider very quickly in philippians 4 19 the bible says but my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory hallelujah what am i saying god we supply our needs according to his riches in glory in in john um chapter 16 verse 23 24 the bible says and in that day you shall ask me nothing very i say unto you Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. Hereto you ask nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive. Seek that your joy may be full. Sorry. Yeah, that your joy may be full. So, we're going to start to pray. I've got a few prayer points I want us to pray into. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I just wanted to bring that aspect of God being our Father. So that when we pray, even in our own time, have the understanding that you're not just praying to a God who's far away there. Remember, He is in you. And He is your Father. He's concerned about your situation. He's concerned about your life. He's concerned about how you are and how you feel. Just as our natural Father is concerned about us. And the Bible says, if we who are evil know how to good, know how to give good gifts, notice to our children, the Bible says, how much more is God able? To give good gifts to them that ask him. So what am I saying to you tonight? Have this in your mind that when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, get it into your mind that he is your provider. Amen. He, he loves you. Amen. He, 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 he wants to spend time with you. Praise the Lord. He is your discipliner and also is your protector. Hallelujah. Praise God. That all the things I've said, that that combines in our heavenly father tonight. In Jesus' name. So we're going to pray tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We, I want us to begin to just thank the Lord and understanding with this knowledge that He is our Father. Hallelujah. Amen. So before we start praying, I just want us to just begin to thank God in Jesus' name. Just thank God today that He is your Father. Amen. He will meet your need. Your life will change. Amen. You will be blessed. Amen. You will change. Amen. Things will be better. Amen. Our Father. The Bible says the cattle on the thousand hills belongs to our Father. What am I saying? Our Father is not poor. That means you have been adopted. You cannot be poor. You cannot live in poverty anymore. You cannot live in lack anymore. Amen. I don't know about you, but you have to get tired. You have to get sick and tired of being in the condition that you are and demand change in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't be afraid. A lot of people, we see they do things and because sometimes we're a bit shy, we don't want to do it and look a certain way. Amen. The advice that some of us give to people, they are diamonds, gold. And some people pay people a lot of money just for that advice. But you think, oh, how can I put a, 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 a price on it? Market it. Package it. Hallelujah. <laughs> 
price it. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that whatever business idea you have, don't be afraid to say, I am doing this thing and blah, blah, blah. This is how much it is for, for, for to, to enter. You understand? You must have value. Remember I told you about the coin, about your life. Very important. So we're going to pray. Our first prayer point. We're going to just pray on, on, on two or three prayer points. Then we have to close. Hallelujah. But our first prayer point tonight, the Apostle Paul says in, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, he says this. He says, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Now, this is very important. He says what? That I might what? Know him. You need to know the power of God in your life. What am I saying? You need to know, not just the power of God for salvation, that's good. But salvation means wholeness. That means if you are lacking in your life, because a lot of the time what I'm discovering is that sometimes we're very spiritual, but when it comes to financial sense, we become a little bit um, afraid. Oh, I don't want to appear like this and that. You know, listen, God, one of the things, one of the, the job actually that God gave Adam, do you know what it was? management he says manage the earth yeah subdue it he says i make you the head and not the tail what am i saying to you tonight paul says that i when you know god you will know not just we don't want to know his hand or just know what he does for us but my point i'm trying to say is there must be a change the bible says beloved you know even as you 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 are as you you prosper in your spirit so let your your also prosper it's very important you know that that with people see the glory of god in our lives not only spiritually but also physically in jesus name very important because a lot of time people make decision not because they want to make that decision but because it's because of financial lack of financial management then they make poor decisions you understand that hinder their relationship with the heavenly father so we want to pray that we may not only know him spiritually but that the promise amen of being multiplied in the earth subduing the earth amen the bible says the silver and the gold are mine god said that he's your father come on i want to encourage you in your life begin to pray right now that God, that my life will change, that I may know you, that any lack in my life will be removed because you are my father. Your father is not poor. Why should you live in poverty? Your father is not living in lack. Why should you live in lack? That means there's something you have not um, ignited in your life. There has to be a change. You need to begin to implement some things and allow God to do the rest. Amen. Faith is what? It's, it's taking a leap. Amen. And believe you're going to land in the light. So do something. Amen. The Bible says, cast your bread upon the waters. After many days, hallelujah, something will happen. I'm encouraging you in your life. Don't just sit there, but begin to cast your net, hallelujah, upon the waters. So begin to pray right now that you may know him. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we come before you not by might, not by power but by your spirit. Hallelujah. Father, we want to know you. We want to know you. Paul the apostle said that I may know him and the 
power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Father, tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, any area in our lives, Father, that is blocking us from knowing you, from knowing the fullness of your power in our life. Father, we want to activate every everything that's not been activated. We want to walk in the full blessings. You said to Abraham, in blessings, I will bless you. Father, we are the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. We've been drawn nigh by the blood of Jesus. Mahosa kabrika malanda. Brekete rikabaka. Maho riaboko shokorika. Brekete riandarabasanta. We break every spirit of limitedness of that's limit us. We break it in Jesus' name. Any power that contains our life, we break out of that in Jesus' name. That spirit of lack, that spirit of poverty, we declare is not you're not part of us in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Oh my God, we want to know you. We want to know you. Oh my God, let our life change tonight. We want to know you so we can be witnesses for you. We want to know you so we can reflect your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Oh, Rabo Sakabri Kama Tarianda. Manderebo Sikabaramando Ribakataramanda. Oh, Rababababurianda Rabasakabaramanda. Father, we thank you. Father God, we pray even as we kickstart this. We pray in our personal prayer lives. Father God, that we may draw near to you. That we may know you, Father. We may be connected. We may be plugged into the source. In Jesus' name. Your word says, For my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Oh, Rabonde Rika Makataya. Breketete, Brikama Mama. Brostaka, Brekende Rika Malalaboya. Brenderi Makataramo Santarama. Brekete, Brostaka Baka. Brekete Rima Kataramandaya. Brostande Rimanda, Brakataria. Brostende Rebeketeya. Yes, Shabo Rikamaka. Branderebo Kotarabasaya. Father, in the name of of Jesus. We pray you may do this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. As time is going, we're going to pray for one more need and then we will, those who want to continue and we take some needs after, that's fine. I want us to pray. Amen. I want us to pray for to manifest your God nature. Very important. We need to manifest our God nature. If He is our Father, and he says he made us in his image. It's time for us to reflect that in our lives. Spiritually, financially, emotionally, and any positively you can think about. Very, very important. God is our father. Bible says in, in first John, no, in first John chapter 4 and verse 17. It says this. It says, Here is our here is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Think about this. It's very important. It says, as he is. Now, our father in heaven and the one that is in us. He has no lack. He is not sick. He is not depressed. He is not worried. He is not fearful. He is not afraid. 
So any lack in our lives, we need it to be removed in Jesus' name. Because the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. I want you to take your hold of your sword. The Bible says the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The Bible says, as he is, not as he was. But as he is today, this present time, as he is, so are we in this world. So I want you to get this engraved into your spirit that as he is, God has no lack. God is not short. God is not weak. God is not depressed. You are his child. You have his DNA in him as he is. That means whatever you need, you said, ask my, my, the father in my name. He will do it for you. I want to encourage you as we're going to close. We're going to, this is going to be our last prayer point before we move on to the next section. But I want you to get this into your spirit. That as he is, so are we in this world. Very, very important. Very important. Please, my brother, my sister, hear me tonight. Take that step. Amen. Believe God. Move to that other level. Hallelujah. You know, we are no longer children. Hallelujah. Amen. You should not be afraid to take a step. You understand? God is with you. You know something that's interesting? I was watching something the other day, very quickly. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, I was watching something. And I'm listening to some people and I'm listening to them saying things and saying, saying some of the things God has done in their life. And I sat back and I think, you know what? That is true, you know. And one of the things that I've been fighting, and I am fighting and I've, and I've fighting and we'll be fighting it's the spirit of procrastination sometimes you see other people get results listen people who achieve things they're not better than you they're not special it's only that they dare to take that step they dare to put themselves out there at first you might laugh at them as time goes on you start they start getting noticed by people we know None of us are perfect. <laughs> you understand? But God is not looking for a perfect man or woman. David, a man after God's heart, he wasn't perfect. But he says, I have found David. What am I saying to you? Listen, make that thing work in your life. As he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. I'm going to close this section. And then those of us who want to stay and take some prayer needs we can do that because i want to keep to my word hallelujah but i want to encourage you remember god is your father and these prayer points we have said are very important you know whatever you want to do god is for you god does not favor somebody more than he favors you he doesn't mindset your thinking take off the scale what is limiting you what is stopping you for moving on, for moving forward to another level. Make that change and change the game for your life in Jesus' name. We're going to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the call to prayer. Lord, I pray tonight for those who have attended. Lord, I pray you will touch them where they are. Father, any spirit that is limiting your people, any spirit that is containing your people, I rebuke it now in Jesus' name. I command it to go in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray the spirit of 
wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding. Lord, I pray the spirit of witty ideas. Father, give your people ideas that will be profitable for their lives. In Jesus' name, we break the chain of poverty. We destroy the spirit of poverty in our ancestries. In Jesus' name, any covenant they have made that say that we will not make it. Father, we break it tonight in the name of Jesus. We declare that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. I pray that you will go and prosper in the name of Jesus. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I want to encourage you to continue to seek the Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We'll move on to the next section now for those who are staying. Hallelujah. But thank you for coming. We'll see you next week. Stay blessed. And remember, you know, God is your father and he loves you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Recording stopped. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hello? Amen, amen. We well, praise the Lord. Okay. Um. All right. Let's just do this then. Do you want me to? Pray? You want to pray for the same thing? Yes. Okay. Well, let's just do that now. I pray for the same thing, and I want to pray for like wisdom because the thing is, I need that breakthrough that I need to. I by what, what the, the, you know, break the ice for me. But, but yeah but not in a bad way since i know you i think you've got that wisdom yeah i think it's probably just you need to continue doing what you're doing but you, i think it's how you you have to change your mentality and how you're marketing yourself i think you're thinking a bit too not i don't think you're thinking small but sometimes you know like even when we talk sometimes because you know, yeah, you know you tell me that oh you know people have they have this mentality like the americans they put their their paypal or their thing there or whatever what I'm saying is, the ideas or even your mentorship, start that and start classes and, and see and put it out there. Are you? Uh, do you know that, like, you know, I was, I had, I've got that course that I've done and everything, yeah? Yeah. And then when I was uh, uh, watching the YouTube, there's this big YouTuber, she started doing courses, yeah? Mm. And, you know, because people just started from, okay, I've made the YouTube channel, I'm successful, I know, I, you know, I can season quotes. Because, you know, like somebody said that, oh, the course is like this, the course is like that, and then, then the fact that you did not... Oh, the context. Be, yeah, then, you know, like, then the fact that you're charging people and you did not really start. You remember what I was telling you? Copyright. So, okay. Really, the best thing to do then is... not copyright. No, not copyright. Good. Sorry. I think she thinks it's seven to eight. 
Oh no, the six. Hello, Sister Ferma. Hello? Yeah, I mean, I understand. So we can um, pray for that for you. Hello, Sister Ferma. Hello? Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. How are you? Don't worry, I have it. Okay, we have a, I have recorded. I have it recorded, but this is the time we are praying now, anyway, for people's needs. Because we normally have it. We we have the. I do a bit of teaching and a bit of prayer up to seven o'clock. Okay. And then after those who want to stay and who wants prayer, then we can do that. That's what we're doing now. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, because you know, sometimes when things go too long as well for people. So if you make it condensed into one hour, and then those who want to stay behind for prayer and whatever, then that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, but don't worry. The teaching and everything, I can forward it to you on or, or whatever because we okay. it's 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 um it's on it's I'll put it on my YouTube channel anyway. My brother was on the phone to me, and I lost track of the time. It's okay. It's okay. You you can still get the recording. It's good to see you that you've you've come. And you know. Here. Yeah, it's the time for the prayer. So what we're doing now, basically, is that it's up to you. Whatever you want to pray for, is that whatever we have, we need. We have need. We just pray and agree together and believe God. Because I was just encouraging people today that you know that in the call to prayer, that looking at God being the aspect of being our Father. You know, because sometimes we say our father, but we do we know what a father's responsibility is? Just like a natural father has certain uh, responsibility to us, it's the same way that our father in heaven and the one in us that is also responsible for us. You know, so long as we are um, within his, um, uh, we are in his house, basically. <laughs> like you know, because when you leave your father's house, then you're your own man, your own woman. You know. Exactly. But when something goes wrong, you still run to daddy. <laughs> you know, but the reality is, you know, we, we want to pray that and, and acknowledge that God is our father, that, you know, our father loves us. Uh, our father is forgiving. Our father is a provider and all that. And we use that in the aspect of prayer that when we say father in the name of Jesus, just like our natural father, we run to our aid. So too, our heavenly father will run to us in Jesus name. So what we're doing now is that we're taking um, prayer um, for anyone, for anything. I mean, what we pray here about is not something we are, it's not anything anyway, but it, we don't, it's, it's, it's whatever you want God to do for you. We just agree together and we pray together and believe that God will give. It's not because I am praying that God is going to do as you know, but there's power in agreement. Because I always teach people, the Bible says that when God made man, he blessed them. So you don't necessarily need me to say you are blessed for you to be blessed or a preacher to say you are blessed no when you read the bible amen and you apply the principle of god's word you can apply amen and 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 that's principle amen and that blessing of that blessing that god bless man can also follow you as a man and a woman in jesus name amen so it's just that we just protocol we just agree together bible also teaches where two or three shall agree touching anything in his name it shall be done 
in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So uh, my position, your position, our position is the same. We are coming before our Father and we are agreeing together that He will move on our behalf and into our situations. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So um, that's where we are at the moment. Okay, no, no, okay. We will come to that in a minute, Sister Fema. We're just gonna pray for uh Sister Fatima. Yeah, yeah, we we do that. We pray for Sister Fatima and then all of us we also pray for you. That God will if it's for you, you will tell us what you need prayer for healing, or if it's you or someone you know, and then we will address that, okay? Amen, amen. So we're gonna pray for um uh Sister Fatima, we're gonna pray for her YouTube channel and her social media empire that God will give her favor. I mean, I think the main thing, what she wants is is the breakthrough as in, because this is what she's doing as a job. So basically, she needs it to be lucrative for her. You know, because prayer, you need to be specific. <laughs> you need to say what you want. <laughs> you understand? There's no point saying, oh God, bless me, bless me. How do you want to be blessed? You know, she wants the materials she's given and the things she'll be doing that she'll be connected with people and different things and then it can it can produce for her and be a form of income so that her life can be blessed and empower her to live her life and also pursue our godly purpose in the media. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, scripture says this, okay? The Bible says, Ask of me and I shall give you the heathens for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Now, it's very important. The reason why I say that scripture is this. You know, God didn't say, ask of me and I shall give you what. It says, God put the whole earth, the whole earth. That's how big God is. You understand? So, what we're praying now, he's more than able to do it. And it's not about so much God doing it. Like I said before, he's already empowered us to do this. But it's for us to have the wisdom. Because wisdom is the right application of knowledge. Now you've got that knowledge, if you have the wisdom to know how to use that knowledge so it can be lucrative for you. That's very important. So we want to pray. Amen. We want to pray that God, number one, is thing, but we know God is already with you. But we want to pray that God is that God will be with you. And that God, just like Joseph, the Bible says, you know, Potiphar, Pharaoh, you know, it gave everything he had.